Hi, this is Andromeda LC. I'm a coach and healer. I'm actually by degree an andragogist, which means an adult educator. Um, it's a philosophy, an old uh, school philosophy, which um, is becoming more and more trendy nowadays. Um, even in these times of corona crisis, um, for what reason? So Andra means human. Uh, it means the human, whether man or woman. And Andra Gogist is like, Gogi is the leading, leading of humans. And the uh, central idea of this is that the human is central to its uh, itself and to the environment. And that we don't control the human, but the human is a complex system which we work with in order to use its full potential. And in today's podcast, I would like to um, focus a bit on the coronavirus um, consciousness, as well as the the practical part of it, which is the holistic health. So how do you avoid contracting a virus and how do we how can we see this crisis outbreak and how can we also compare it to maybe other disease so it's like a general overview some practical um, tips and on your personal level what you should be doing daily to maintain your health holistic health and what are we actually learning here as a humanity So let me first off say that in my eyes, this Corona is uh, actually teaching us to be holistic, okay? To actually discover our human health. So this human health is related not to any kind of medication. Medication is a rather new invention. Medication came to an Uh, existence only in the last century okay and medication in its current form which is a chemical medication is um, a, a means of treating a symptom the symptom is a follow-up of a cause so the cause in a human body is usually an infection But an infection is also a symptom of stress. And stress is a symptom of either cold or hot energy, uh, particularly in one area, located in one area of the body. So as energy healers, what we do is we actually um, neutralize, neutral neutralize the energies so they actually flow and they're not too hot not too cold um, so we take away stress and we do that on the subconscious level we do that with the universal energy which is called reiki and we do that with your thought and belief system and we do that with emotions and we do that in correlation with your environment which is your body as a whole that's why it's called holistic And we do it in correlation with the people around you and the environment you live in. So particularly nature. But because we live in houses, as holistic healers, we also look at your house environment. 
So let's check um, with this information how we can um, look at your house as an environment and why often children or you yourself get sick. A house is a very confined place um, where trapping actually the natural air in a toxic environment. So the materials of our house are not natural usually. Um, we use a lot of paint and uh, toxins in our building materials. This in itself is a problem, plus we don't have the fresh air uh, to surround ourselves with and to breathe. Then second, we um, layer it with textiles uh, such as furniture, carpets, uh, curtains, pillows, etc. that also contain toxins as well as, for example, feathery, feather uh, pillows, feather uh, covers are an allergic source uh, for a lot of people because feathers, um, first of all, feather, uh, plucking the feathers of a um, bird is cruel to an animal. Um, second, they carry um, uh, an allergic, uh, an allergy. So uh, whoever holds a bird in their house will create a um, asthma. So it, you might notice this if you ever have a bird or someone you know has a bird and you go like slowly, like you go closer to their cage, you will notice there's a different kind of air around them. Okay, so the other point being that when you are experiencing trouble, you really need to take care of your environment. So wherever your children sleep or you sleep needs to be dust free and free of any feathers. Um, also the dust on top of things. So um, we also, we can use vinegar as a um, disinfectant. So vinegar kills actually all bacteria and viruses, whereas other products such as cleaning products do not kill off as much bacteria and viruses. It's not completely um, disinfectant. The other thing being that you wouldn't use a cleaning product on your body. You would absolutely create any kind of irritant and chemical toxic reaction. So vinegar in, um, actually is a uh, product that we can consume. So consuming vinegar is a absolute preventive measure. It's, it's um, attributes to your holistic health. Vinegar is a typical um, standard in some native uh, cultures, actually in most. So for example, in the Far East, uh, we have the fermented foods um, such as cabbage, but as well in Europe, we have the fermented uh, white cabbage, which is called sauerkraut. Then in um, the Lebanese Middle Eastern um, culture, we have um, cucumbers and carrots and such that are uh, soaked in vinegar. So vinegar is an absolute great um, part of diet for preventing any kind of infection. Now, why am I mentioning infections? Infections are the cause of any, any, any type of disease. 
okay whether it's a brain health disease or gut health disease or a cell disease or a lung disease or blood disease so it's always about an infection the infection again what did i say about creating an infection infection is created by um, accumulated stress okay and accumulated stress especially in one area of the body now if it wouldn't be accumulated in one area of the body it would actually maybe be a burnout or a depression or such a spiritual constraint so what happens when we have an infected part um, let's say it could be like you're just really down you've been in the office for weeks and um, you're, you haven't uh, cleaned your house, you have you ate McDonald's for several weeks, um, what, what would happen? So you're missing your environmental health, you're missing fresh air, you're missing sun, you're missing uh, everything that should contribute to your daily holistic health. And then when the infection, whether it's energetic or a serious like ear infection or anything kind of infection, when you start being infected, this is when a bacteria or virus nestles, like settles in your body. This is the gateway, as I call it, this is the gateway to virus and bacteria. We live with virus and bacteria on a consistent basis. We, our bodies are actually made up of bacteria. We live with the viruses that potentially can make us sick. So I'm not saying, look, I'm not saying that we should consume viruses. I'm just saying that parts, some viruses actually uh, live with us in our body consistently. Um, in the sinuses and this is how you can make someone sick when these viruses uh, on a normal day uh, are contracted by another and that other person is already infected and then the virus can make that person sick um, the, there are other viruses that are newer or they were created or they were from animals or they are maybe very old so if we look at uh, vaccine and disease history we can see a bit more of the details um, of such things okay but in general these viruses are not something that we can protect from um, very very well so um, for example, every winter there is a flu, it's the influenza, and this flu mutates. So it's always a different kind of flu, and that's why every year, if you want a flu vaccine, you would be taking a new kind of flu vaccine and it would be valid for just that seasonal um, change. Now, I don't personally recommend a flu vaccine, but if you personally think that it's good for you, that's great for you, okay? I wouldn't um, mess with a ch child's health. Uh, their immune system from birth is the most important um, part of their well-being. Because what does a vaccine do? It doesn't give you the immunity, it adds on to an immunity. But your immunity needs to be super strong by itself. 
So um, there are people that experience a very tragic grip or flu after receiving the uh, seasonal vaccine. So it's really um, uh, uh, your own personal sound judgment, not based on fear, but based on some discernment of you should, if you should be taking any kind of flu vaccine or if your child should be taking any kind of flu vaccine. Um, if you've noticed that your child gets sick after any kind of flu vaccine, because I'm, I'm just uh, orienting this discussion around flu, then of course you should maybe consider that um, shooting a, um, a human healthy body every year with a flu vaccine is not contributing to their immunity. So I'm pulling it from the other side. What I'm trying to say is a human body by itself is a natural defense mechanism. And this has been proven by all native and nature cultures. So native nature, I call these nowadays, I call these native to nature cultures. Okay, so they were native and they are native to the nature, the nature of the human body and the nature to their environment. They did not live with chemical medications or vaccines that have only been invented the last hundred years. What do native uh, to nature people believe differently than us, modern day people? They believe in holistic health. They know that our bodies are much stronger than we would ever guess uh, from textbooks. They know that the natural elements are contributors and the base of our health. We need fresh air, we need sun, we need good bacteria in our gut. This is why they ate fermented foods. This is why they consume so many oils. Oils are so important to our health. And this is why they consume vinegar or anything with a high uh, acidity such as various acid berries. So vitamin C, vitamin C is um, an absolute killer of any disease or ailment. If you take ascorbic acid every day, there's no way that you could be sick or ill. All right, I'm, I'm putting a little note here because us modern people are um, the victim of so much stress and so many problems on a daily basis because of our modern lives and because we do not know how to live a modern life because it's unnatural and unhuman, we do cope with a lot of um, stress, which obviously the stress could possibly be more strong than the vitamin C that you're taking. But still, actually, if you keep your stress balanced and you know more about holistic health, you are not prone to uh, contracting a bacteria or virus. Um, I'm not a doctor, okay? A doctor studies medicine. A doctor knows which medicine to take for which symptom. Uh, I'm, 
uh, a surgeon is different. A surgeon knows about the human body and can fix the mechanism. Now, what's the idea of holistic health? Holistic health, there's a short-term health and there's a long-term health. So short-term means if you just had an accident or you are in a life-threatening situation, you need medication or medication has been invented um, for you to recover and help yourself quickly, okay? Then there's holistic long-term health, which holistic long-term health means that your body needs to be the vehicle of your health. So even if you're taking medication for a short-term problem, or even if that medication is supporting you for a longer period of time, it needs to be contributing to your body recovering to its normal health, which the normal health is human health. I, I hope you are getting the point here that holistic health is human health with health, which we are born with and that this health is supported by our native to nature cultures. In a nutshell, it means fresh air, sunlight, vitamin C, and good health bacteria. Good gut means good brain. And this is where I'll just take a little um, pause for you to reflect on all this holistic health and tips of how you can sustain your health throughout the days, even in the outbreak of any kind of virus epidemic. So then a little bit more about coronavirus. So each and every year, like I've actually already mentioned, there is a virus, a flu virus, a winter virus, okay? And these, this one uh, virus that spreads around very easily, but not super easily, just in a normal rate, it will um, affect people that are already sick, um, such as people that have lung problems, that have low immunity, that are elderly, um, or um, unfortunately also pregnant women. And that's a reason why we don't want to infect anyone that is in such a circumstance. But unfortunately, and a pregnant woman will survive uh, easily, but it will not be a nice um, experience, of course, and not something we would wish for a pregnant woman. So the pregnant woman also has a responsibility to keep herself and her baby safe during any kind of um, uh, season because any season she could contract um, uh, measles or chickenpox or um, the flu or anything. And the problem is pregnant women cannot consume medication. So she would um, go through a um, illness or disease such as measles or chickenpox without the medication and some um, some are actually uh, really not great for the baby like puts them at risk and 
Also, if the pregnant lady didn't have um, a shot vaccination for measles or chickenpox when she was a kid or she didn't have the actual disease, she won't have the immunity. So this means that the adult can um, be sick from chickenpox or measles. And then um, because she is sick herself, she wouldn't be able to be the vehicle vehicle easily for her baby because to contract um, this disease as an adult is worse than uh, as a child. So this is just also a little warning um, and I've gone through this personally is to um, be uh, updated with your vaccinations for uh, measles and chickenpox um, when you're getting pregnant and even when you're already pregnant. And then the immunity of the vaccination will be also um, shared with your baby. So because the immunity of a woman, of a pregnant woman, goes towards her baby. So if you have antidotes for some, a certain something, it will pass on to the uh, antidotes of your baby. Um, Okay, so every winter there is a flu and this kills literally thousands of people. So you can check the numbers, um, but some countries won't be recording those numbers because each and every year people die in hospitals and in their houses because of the regular flu that gave them a l even lower immunity or that gave them the pneumonia, which pneumonia is lung infection. And this is very hard to heal from, especially if you were already old or sick. <clears throat> so um, thousands of people, <clears throat> sorry, they will um, die anyway every year, which the numbers are like um, in thousands, like tens of thousands, like 60,000 people each and every year in Europe would die um, every year. So. Um, if you compare the numbers with Corona, we haven't even reached those regular flu season numbers. Okay. It's just now you are hearing about the cases. Someone got sick. Someone got sick. Someone died. Someone died. Yes. But every year this happens. Every year there's a flu. Every year people die. You know, each and every day people die. Each and every day hundreds of people are in hospitals and die. Um, and not only from viruses, they die from any kind of disease, illness, accident, all right? So, but we're not aware, we don't look at those numbers, right? So um, when, we, when we check corona numbers, we should check them compared, you know, in comparison with what are we talking about? So that's a bit of scientific background and logic we don't compare numbers in numbers just by themselves. We have to compare them to something. And that something would be the regular winter flu. The, the only difference that I have perhaps noticed, but which is not confirmed or true for in any case, is uh, that this year seems to be a stronger winter flu season which started in October and has already like infected and killed more people um, than in the previous year 2018 2019 
So it was already like a stronger uh, flu season from October on, like the winter season. Now, the other rate ratio. So how many people kill uh, infected compared to how many died? And this ratio seems to be stronger, according to some researches, on the corona. Some re research says 2%, the other says 3%, whereas the regular uh, yearly flu is a 0.1%. But it's not, it's again, it's not very um, uh, scientifically proven um, because we're still in the middle of the the winter season and we are um, basing this on certain numbers which are not like certain numbers of a certain country so maybe if we take one country and we check at the end of the season we can have a more clear picture on these numbers the spread and the um, death rate um, as far as for me these numbers are still the same as any other year of winter flu and we didn't even reach the number of death as other years So, if we know that we have a holistic human health and that the coronavirus is like any other flu virus, um, perhaps a bit stronger, perhaps not, what is this really about? Well, I would say one, um, if we still speak about the health point of view, humanity has been taking antibiotics since the 1950s. And antibiotics is a um, killer of bacteria. So antibiotics doesn't kill virus. Antibiotics kills bacteria. And because we like to take antibiotics for any kind of mild symptom, like a throat, sore throat or a in ear infection, uh, we've been abusing antibiotics. Um, when you have a virus, meaning you have a cold, a runny nose, or a tummy uh, virus, you cannot take the, um, which actually a, um, the tummy would be a tummy bug, it would be a bacteria. But if you would have any kind of virus symptoms, such as a regular cold, headaches, uh, such things, you have, there's no point in taking antibiotics because the antibiotics is to kill off your gut bacteria, okay? And by killing off the gut bacteria, it would also reach perhaps your toes, where uh, your toes have contracted a bacteria, so it would kill off that bacteria. So your doctor would easily, easily, easily prescribe an antibiotic to kill off any kind of symptom in your body, okay? But again, antibiotics is not for a virus. Now, if you do have a bacteria, such as a yeast infection, urinal um, infection, ear infection, eye infection, this would typically be a bacteria. Um, but it's not the bacteria the problem. So the bacteria is not the problem. It, the, the problem is 
that you've put stress on that part of your body, which is the in, created the infection, and then the bacteria can do its work. But by killing off the good bacteria in your gut, you're actually taking away your immunity. So it, it's not it, nothing of this is a guarantee of human holistic health. Anyway, because people like to take antibiotics and abuse the antibiotics, including the doctors, by prescribing them, um, we create a stronger, um, the, actually the bacteria creates a stronger resistance. And so what happens, and this your doctor will tell you, the antibiotics, the more you take them, you as an individual, the more resistant you become the less effective the medication. So the day, the moment you would actually really need antibiotics, for example, after a car accident or any kind of work accident, you will be resistant to the antibiotics. Okay, and you can check this and talk about this with any general uh, practitioner, please, or any doctor that you know, or even a nurse that you know, talk to them about this. Now, as a humanity, when we use antibiotics, it doesn't mean that only like we become uh, resistant, as in resistant to the medication, so it will never work for you if you actually really need it, which was the short-term um, life-threatening moment in your life. But it also creates stronger viruses. So viruses also like to mutate and become stronger because they want to survive they are a part of our nature they are part of nature and they are there for a reason but if we bring things out of balance this virus mutates and becomes stronger so they will also be stronger than the human health than the human holistic health okay so they attack our bodies and that we are prone we are prone to the tiniest bugs in nature and this is where i'm gonna get to my next point where humanity thinks they are the on top of the food chain and they think they rule the planet earth but in reality we are not we are co-creators we are part of nature. We cannot live without nature. We cannot pass one single minute without breath, sunshine, beating heart. Okay? So we are completely surrendered and um, uh, victim. But victim is not the kind of um, empowerment. It's just we are surrendered to the bigger picture. And that's also what's been happening with the coronavirus you are taking away your personal um, idea of being uh, the boss of the world okay of being able to take a plane anywhere and use your money and do anything you want so in reality things are not like that money is a man-made system that keeps things uh, the way they are in a very unbalanced way, um, hence the industrialization, consumerism, uh, polluting the planet, uh, toxins, etc. Um, 
and not depending ourselves on the nature so the native to nature concept which is holistic health so corona is is putting a mirror in our face telling us look you know human maybe you should realize your human health and your you're not that great powerful money magnet and you know a lot of this corona has been affecting men and men in leadership positions so uh, my clients for example are uh, often men and uh, at the moment i'm working also with a, um, a president of a company so through this journey of coaching and healing he's actually coming to a lot of realizations through the anxiety of corona and part of that is to find a new leadership so to not lead based on the stock markets on the industry on the the toxic men that surround him on the stress and the disease that's built up in a body about anxiety from men that don't they're that didn't you know stand in their power that do not lead the human in a positive way uh, whether it's their children or their co-workers or a company so thought leadership which is andragogy thought leadership is extremely important in how we direct our um, ourselves and our humanity and create structures and all of the old structures like money, uh, industries, education, politics, um, powers between countries, etc., are very old systems that were not necessarily updated towards a more holistic um, system and a more human approach. Hence, like all the wars, um, the poverty, the middleman cannot keep up anymore. Um, people die of heart attacks, they die of suicide, they die of depression, they die of mental illnesses, or children are contracting so many modern illnesses like autism and ADHD, and they are drugged for it. So humanity in itself was already dealing with a very um, out of balance um, perspective and practice. Um, now, did we did we change? Did people listen to holistic human health? Did they, did we change the educational system to a more human way of educating our people? Did we teach them about what's important in life? Like, are we are we improving in any way, shape, or form? No, we weren't. And this is where um, now this era comes in. So this era, which is uh, through astrology, we can see that there is a new era. Um, these kind of systems that were old already will fail to exist. So it's a bit of a push and shove. Um, the other uh, idea here, so... Um, First of all, we are entering a new era. The new era is Aquarius. It's ruled by this sign. So this means that um, all, all thought leadership is a change of thought. Okay? So it, this, um, what's happening right now is completely aligned with the stars. 
it's completely in line with the human uh, development and humanity has always been changing and evolving whatsoever we think it's stagnant but it's never been and even our parents and their parents went through so many changes and even us ourselves went through so many changes such as the internet so the another point uh, on this is um, that the current leadership is a corrupt leadership. So um, when we look at the, how the world is being led, um, we would perhaps say that they are not necessarily in favor of what's good for human health, right? And that's where a lot of the uh, politics and power star struggles, wars, uh, force, you know, military um, and uh, kind of the um, conspiracy theories come into the scope. And this time around, we're actually seeing that we're the corona it's not the virus necessarily but it's the measurements that are taken air are controlling the population uh worldwide and so we're in the middle of this kind of power struggle and no one really would you know know how is it going to get worse how worse is it going to be you know because um the plans of the leaders are not necessarily very good plans okay so especially when we look at the US as a leader um, and they've been the thought leader for the world um, then their plans are not necessarily good <laughs> um, so but that's up to you uh, to judge it's just that um, their plans are not aligned with human holistic health they're plans are aligned with power, money and um, wars and control of their own people through illness. Um, so in this time, we actually have, if we're thinking about thought leadership, thought means that we need to make up our mind before it can you know, come to a reality or before we can actually do something creative. Um, so what's your thought? Like, what, what do you choose? Do you choose illness, the way we've been? Or do you choose health, native to nature? Um, and that's when I want to ask you some personal questions. So what if or let's let me ask you like what do you wish you would have been doing differently in your life before this kind of lockdown what do you wish you would have been doing differently in your life before all this happened was it related to any choices and decisions that you've made or habits that you had uh, in your personality? Were there chances that you have left that you didn't take, although they would have been uh, good for your heart or 
happy. Are there any regrets that you still hold on to that you didn't forgive yourself for? And if you knew that everything is all right, what would you be doing differently on a daily basis, in your daily movements, in your daily practice, in your daily interactions with people? And then two more questions to really pinpoint here. Um, because often we are led by money and our decisions are money-led and our problems are money-led. What if every occupation and every activity, every job in the world was paid the same amount of salary? Would you be changing jobs? Would you have studied something else or would you do it career change now? Would you be doing something else instead? And breathe that in. Breathe in all that change. Breathe in all that which you haven't done merely for the fact of following illness, following bad ideas, and following money-driven problems and, and desires. So if the money would be equal for any job, any activity, whether that's mother of your children, father of your children, a combination of things, whether that's leading a company, whether that's photography, whether that's being a dancer, studying very hard, training very hard every day to be a dancer, a good one, right? Would you be doing something differently if you knew that your, your basic necessities and more were covered? If you had exactly the same salary as a doctor, would you be doing something differently? Would you be a teacher? Would you be a marketeer? Would you be a designer? Would you spend more time with family? Would you concentrate on parenting more? Would you be setting up different kind of activities? Or would you just simply meditate more and be more and take it slow? Would you take it slow? Would you be in nature more? If you were given the time, if time was given, what, how would you consume that time? And you still had all the money. And breathe that in and let go. And perhaps you feel a tingling sensation in your, in your hands or your heart or your head. Because priorities are realigning. 
you're aligning yourself better with yourself with what's best for you best for you on a soul level not a practical not a money not a job not a family constraint or marriage level nothing society made up for you level no beauty standards and then I would ask you if money would fail to exist as a system what would the world look like to you? If money failed to exist as a system, what would the world on large look like to you? Which companies would be thriving? How would people be working together or not? What big changes would apply if money failed to exist after Corona? Take a deep breath in and out and know that you are in the moment and there was never another moment and that any time of the day you could contract any kind of human fatality that people suffer from anyway every day since decades year in year out like every day someone in our circles is affected and probably or most likely you do have your health And you do have a chance of making any kind of little baby step difference towards a more compassionate, more understanding, more wise, more human life for yourself, for your family, and for people around you. And that's where we change the world.